Welcome to Meet, Act, and Part. A Masonic podcast hosted by Midnight Freemasons. Greg Knott, Darren Larners, Todd Vriesen, and Bill Hosler. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Meet, Act, and Part. This is episode 33, and is the second we're doing as part of the Four Cardinal Virtues. And the topic on this one is prudence. So let us introduce ourselves. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, and my name is Greg Knott. And hi, I'm your other co-host this evening. My name is Darren Laners. So I've been charged to lead the discussion on prudence. And let me just read you something because we, we, we read a few things to help set the stage and also gives you what others uh, think about these uh, words. This is from 1977. It was a short talk bulletin written by Alphonse Serza, who was actually an Illinois Mason from some time ago. He was very active in the Illinois Lodge of Research and was a fairly prolific author, uh, if I recall correctly. But he wrote in uh, in this one about prudence. He says, Prudence is closely related to both temperance and fortitude, for it is the type of yardstick which is used in determining what constitute temperance in a specific situation and to what extent fortitude should be applied. Freemasonry defines prudence as that principle which teaches us to regulate our lives and actions agreeably to the dictates of reason. It is that habit by which we wisely judge and prudently determine the effect of all things relative to our present as well as our future happiness. The application of prudence to our everyday life means that we will use discretion in our acts and words, that we will use good judgment in what we say and do that we will use self-control and foresight in all such matters. It also means that we will act intelligently and with conscience regard of what consequences will be. I mentioned that I like to eat apple pie. By the use of prudence, I realize that I have had an ample meal, that if I've had an ample meal, it is best that I have only a small piece of apple pie for dessert. Using prudence helped me realize that if I have a large piece of apple pie and then a second helping, I will feel stuffed and suffer physical discomfort. So I decided to be temperate in eating apple pie. I realized the possible consequences, and with the use of fortitude, I refrain from having a second helping. Prudence teaches me to build a fort against my desire to satisfy unduly my desire and taste for a second helping that it is best I be temperate and only have one small piece. So sometimes it is easy to abstain or be temperate, and I'm reminded of the familiar witticism of an elderly brother who said, I quote, I have finally learned to subdue my passions. Mother Nature has taken care of that. So I thought that was an interesting analogy about the apple pie. Apple pie is all American, right? What we have at Grandma's house. and. Uh, Certainly, I'm one that can relate to how big of a piece of that pie should I have eaten. You know, you, uh, I had a pizza tonight, or part of one. I cooked it, homemade, scratch out of the oven, 
and I only had a few pieces, and the rest of it's sitting in the refrigerator waiting for me. I admit I could probably get up right now and go in there and have another piece of pizza. But, as Brother Sirza speaks about, uh, I need to have the prudence to have the discipline or the thought of mind thinking about what is the consequences of that other piece of pizza, or in his case, that other piece of apple pie. Is it my waistline will grow? Probably. It sure has over the last year because of COVID. Maybe I should have had more prudence over that uh, these last few uh, weeks and months. I think of it also in the broader sense of maybe where we're at in society. Uh, you know, again, he wrote this in 1977. The Internet was probably nothing more than a thought in the Bell Labs or in some uh, research laboratory at a university. Here we are in 2021, and social media and the Internet are, have infiltrated our lives. And, of course, they brought us the ability to bring you these podcasts. But as I think of many things that are put on Facebook, Twitter, other uh, platforms, I just cringe when I see what's written or pictures that are put up or just some of the vitriolic comments that are put there. And uh, I think if anybody, brother or not, anybody that uses social media would think about some of the advice that he laid out in this short talk bulletin, it would help their conduct on social media. Let me again just restate just a little piece of this. Again, he says, the application of prudence to our everyday life means that we will use discretion in our acts and words, and that we will use good judgment in what we say and do, and that we will use self-control and foresight in all such matters. I don't know if he could have foreseen, you know, where technology and communications were going, but those words absolutely apply to everything that I see out there today. And as Freemasons, we have not only an obligation, but I think an opportunity to uh, exhibit prudence, uh, not only with that piece of pizza or pie, but also more importantly in our interactions with others on a day-to-day basis. And using a little bit of a, putting your foot on the brake a little bit sometimes when you think, oh, let me reply to that. Just uh, take a breath and don't type or don't say those words and uh, just hold back a little bit. And I think uh, that's what he's saying. Darren, when you think of prudence or hear some of those words, what's your reaction? Yeah, I was just uh, rereading what uh, Illinois Ritual says about prudence and Brother Serza, I assume Worshipful Brother, right? Worshipful Brother Serza quoted some of it actually uh, verbatim in his article. Our ritual states that prudence teaches us to regulate our lives and actions agreeably to the dictates of reason and is that habit by which we wisely judge and prudentially determine on all things relative to our present as well as to our future happiness. This virtue should be the peculiar characteristic of every Mason, not only for the government of his conduct while in the Lodge, but also when abroad in the world. It should be particularly attended to in all strange and mixed companies, never to let fall the least sign, token, or word, whereby the secrets of masonry may be unlawfully obtained, ever remembering the solemn obligation, blah, blah, blah. 
uh, which uh, alludes to the manual. I said blah, 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 because even though this is unciphered, I think it gives away uh, one of the modes of recognition, so I didn't want to repeat those over a live mic to the profane world. What I what I find interesting about prudence is that, uh, and I think we'll talk about this when we talk about temperance as well, that, that both of those are, are related. I think prudence is the ability to, as it says, govern your conduct. And I think temperance is also, and as I said, we'll speak about it, I think temperance also talks about governing your conduct. I think temperance is more speaking about the allurements of uh, vices, uh, whereas prudence would talk about anything else. But I still think that, that you need to have prudence in order to have temperance. I'm going to read uh, something from the Freemasons Monthly Magazine, volume 27, published in 1868. And it says, Prudence is a virtue which guides us into the channel of wisdom, by which current we are safely anchored in the deep, pure waters of divine life. This virtue teaches him to be discreet, to be sober in all things, to be exact in all honesty. It is one of those fundamental principles of masonry, possessing the most exalting objects that can be connected with a mason's life, and early in his Masonic journey it demands his attention. It is utterly impossible to neglect its requirements and be in truth and in spirit a mason. It constitutes the great balancing wheel in the moral machine of the Masonic Brotherhood, no improprieties or irregularities are taught or can be tolerated and the institution be sustained. Prudence Masonically to the pupils of Masonry becomes the guiding star, sending her rays of light to brighten the pathway of the frail, the weak, and the timid. It directs the footsteps of the weary through the dreary and the dismal ways of darkness and gloom to a temple of peace and harmony. What I kind of find fascinating about that is the line where it basically says that it's utterly impossible to neglect its requirements and be in truth in the spirit of Mason because of all the cardinal virtues, I think prudence is one that is probably not practiced enough by Freemasons. And I think, Brad, uh, you alluded to it, but I'm sure all of us have seen uh, something on social media where uh, someone who's a brother has said something that is uh, not really something a, a Mason should say. I don't want it to, to, you know, muddy the waters here, but uh, so I'll just leave it at that. But I think that prudence is needed now more than ever, because I think that we need to, to be watchful of our behavior and uh, especially in, in a public domain. Uh, and I can't think of a domain more public than social media because, like it or not, once you put something on social media, it's pretty much there forever. It takes a lot of effort to delete something permanently from social media. And I think that as, as a Freemason, we really do need to use prudence to moderate our behavior. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, Darren. Let me throw out here a paragraph again. Uh, I referenced last episode, Hillsborough Lodge, number 25, 
And Florida has, has an article on their website, but the paragraph about prudence says, For Masons, prudence enables us to regulate our lives and actions agreeably to the dictates of reason. Simply, it is the practice of good judgment, common sense, and the wisdom we acquire in our journey through life. Prudence is among the most exalted objects that demand every Mason's special attention, for it is the rule which governs all other virtues. And Darren, I think that was hitting exactly as to which you were speaking about in terms of perhaps this is the most important of the four virtues that we'll cover. And uh, again, let's go back to that analogy of that apple pie. You see it there. It's nice. Just came out of the oven. Uh, Your grandma just cut maybe four big pieces out of that nice pie and asked you if you would like one of those pieces. And as a mason, because you had a big meal, you're able to exhibit prudence and says, Grandma, I think I'll just have an eighth of a piece. So please cut one of those quarters in, into a, a half for me. In other words, what you've done is said, I paused, I thought, I considered, did I really need that other piece of apple pie? It would have tasted good to have a big piece. But afterwards, would I have regretted it? Would I have felt groggy or tired because I ate too much? Or, the better outcome, I said, I would like a piece, but please make it smaller. You consume that great piece of grandma's apple pie, and when you're done, you feel, yeah, you feel good. I made the right choice. And I think that's, again, what Prudence is really trying to teach us, is saying, slow down, think for a minute before you say, or perhaps in this world, type before you do it. Use your good judgment and common sense that you've acquired through other past experiences, as a Mason or not, and uh, you'll exhibit prudence. And by your example, you'll be able to uh, help others, not only in the Lodge, but in society in general. So let me wrap up this episode by encouraging you to use prudence uh, in your day-to-day dealings uh, at work. before you send that email, before you send that text, before you say that comment in a meeting, pause for a second. Again, teach yourself the discipline to hold for a moment and think about the impact of what you're going to say or do or write or type. So that is prudence. And again, it could arguably be the, the most important of the four cardinal virtues. So We appreciate everybody joining us for this episode. You can find all of our episodes on our website at www.meetactinpark.com. We've got a Patreon link there if you'd like to support us. You certainly can find us on Facebook and Twitter and other places by our fellow co-host Bill Hostler helps us maintain. Uh, And we thank all of you for listening and hope you have a great day and, uh, Join us for the next episode, which we'll talk about another of these cardinal virtues. So take care of yourself. Thank you for listening to Meet, Act, and Part. For more information about our show, visit our website at www.meetactandpart.com. 
While there please consider supporting the show by sponsoring us on Patreon. Until we meet again, may we meet Acton Park.